What is going on, everybody? This is Dr. Chris Featherstone, the birthday boy. And this guy right here is Vince Russo. How are That's you? today, bro? Today? Yesterday. Happy birthday, Dr. Chris. Did you have a wonderful birthday, bro? I did, man. I had a fantastic weekend. I had uh, just so much love coming my way, man. Just friends and family. And um, I got a pretty... Uh, I got a lot of people social media wise, a lot of follows on Facebook and stuff like that, man. And, and IG and just a lot of just everywhere, man. Socials, people giving me love, man. It was, uh, I felt, uh, felt great this weekend. Man. Yes. Good for you. And you deserve every bit of it. Uh, Chris, you are a stand up guy. You know, I love you, bro. And, uh, good for you, man. I'm glad people celebrated the great doctor. Thank you, man. That, that means a lot. I really, really appreciate that. All right. That's the great news. The bad news is uh, what we just saw, man. Bro, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to put a couple things over tonight. Please do. Not, not listen, bro. But, but guys, listen. <laughs> when I say I'm going to put a couple things over, let's not get all panicky. Okay. <laughs> this was not a good show by any stretch of the imagination. I am not lowering the bar like everybody else, but there are, there are some things on this show that I want to, um, I want to point out and I want to put over, but there are also a lot of things that I just, I just shake my head, man. I, I, I shake my head from the beginning of the show uh, where we see Brock Lesnar, and then that's it, Chris. <laughs> we have a three-hour show yeah. where we can work in the Cody and the the Brock feud, bro. Three hours. Yeah. This guy hits the ring, you know, ten minutes into the show, and then poof, he just disappears. I will never understand that, bro, for as long as I live. I don't get it, bro. I don't get it, man. Especially when they're paying him to, they're paying him for the night. So why not capitalize and maximize him for the entire night? Yeah. And, bro, there were there were two things they did really bad tonight, bro. And, and the way they did them, really made it seem like a fake show. Mm. And, and, you know, bro, I got to say this because I am a big fan of Kevin Dunn and I am a big fan of television production and they usually don't do this. Mm. But tonight they did this on you uh, on two occasions, bro. When you had the, uh, when you had the drama with Cody and, and Brock, and then later on when you had the uh, drama with Baszler and uh, Ronda Rousey, Bro, they like hit the music immediately when it was over. Hmm. They didn't give it time to breathe. They didn't drag out drama. Hmm. As soon as Lesnar was dumped from the ring, they hit the music. As soon as, I don't remember exactly what happened with the women, but they hit the music immediately. And it really felt like, okay, guys, this is fake. And this segment is over now. Yeah. And and that that usually isn't like them, bro. But it it just it felt so fake hmm. the way they just immediately. I mean, Brock is dumped from the ring. We hit the music. Why are we hitting the music unless we know Brock's not making a comeback? 
Yeah, that's yeah. the only reason we're hitting the music. We're hitting the music because we know Cody's going to be standing in the ring and Brock's going to be walking away. That's why we're hitting the music. But ah, uh, bro, that it, it, that they, they, they that's bad producing, bro. It's bad directing. And I do want to point out they rarely do that, but tonight they did it twice, and it just seems so fake. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you on the uh, the Cody and Brock segment. As far as the Ronda and Shayna uh, segment, good, good job, Kevin Dunn, for doing that. Because man, that we'll talk about that segment. We'll talk about that too, bro. Yeah, because th- there there are things that um I do want to uh, talk about, man. Yeah. All right, let's uh, dive into these super chats and start off with oh Joseph Gonzalez. And he says, I can't believe I'm actually giving an episode of Raw a compliment, but in my opinion, tonight was the best match Natty has had in ages. The classic story of the veteran trying to prove she still got it. 1,000%. Guys, you know I don't put over matches. As a a matter of fact, the last match I put neither guy is is with the WWE anymore. It was, uh, you know, bro, I talk about it all the time. And uh, and, uh, Buddy Buddy Murphy. Yes. Bro, that was five years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm putting over this match with those two. And I'm going to tell you why, guys. It's quite simple. It's quite simple. First of all, I mean, those two girls work their butts off. Mm-hmm. Work their butts off. Here's what I like about my wrestling, Chris. And this is why I'm going to put the match over, just like I did with Buddy Murphy and Alistair Black. Why did I put that over, Chris? Because this looked like a fight. Okay, this looked like a fight. There's no over-the-top acrobat, none of that BS. This was a fight. And, bro, I'm telling you, every time it looks like a fight, I'm not just speaking for myself. I'm speaking for casual fans. That's what they want to see. Mm -hmm. They want to see a fight. And kudos to um, both of these women. Bro, you know, listen, I don't think Natty's going to mind me saying this, bro, because anybody can look it up on Wikipedia. Bro, she's a 41-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. Give her freaking credit, bro. I mean, Chris, you know, man, at 41, to put in that type of time with that type of performance, bro, you got you got to tip your hat to that, Chris. I mean, 41, and she didn't get blown up? Uh, and, and and I thought both of them looked great. Yeah, she looked legit, man. I, and, and I've said this before on this show and many other shows, like there was times in her career that she looked like they, they booked her to be a legit shooter. You know, when she was with, um, uh, 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 what's, what's that just uh, wife's name? Uh, um, uh, uh, Beth uh, Phoenix. Beth Phoenix. Yeah, Beth Phoenix. When she was with Beth Phoenix, when they were pin up strong, they looked like two legit shooters and she looked tough and she has that ability. They just booked her like the, the fart gimmick and, you know, just, just a whole bunch of craziness, man. And she's really put in so much work, you know, to, to get here. And it's crazy, man, because they, you know, they just announced the fact that she, uh, uh, was they, they announced on social media this past weekend. She has six Guinness world records, man. And so, that's great. So I think they wanted to showcase her a little bit more uh, today because she had the Guinness World Records. And so I, that's what I see with that. It could have been just a um, a straight 
squash match like it was before, but it seemed like they want to put more time. And that was good because she really maximized those mo- those minutes and she did a great job. And bro, these are the things you got to capitalize on. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. capitalize on that performance, do something next week. Um, but, but I thought, you know, and, and bro, Rhea Ripley's like, th- there was one spot, bro, when she uh, went to the corner and she was facing outside of the ring and she was going up and I'm looking at her and I'm like, Bro, this woman is just a freak of nature. Like, she is a big woman. And to be able to do what she does for her size, you know, bro, she's she's a freak. I mean, there's no question about that. Indeed. We got uh, Mike Dowling today. Happy birthday, Dr. Chris. Thank you very much. I really, really appreciate that, Mike. Very, very, very much. Um, Bro, if you want to, if you want to pay for super chats, uh, to wish me her birthday, just cash at me. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, throw cash at Doctor. Yeah. Bro, can we point this out though? In the first segment, man, th- this bothers me so much. So, bro, Dominic is challenging Seth Rollins. Who? What? Wh- what champion is he? What's the name of this belt? World heavyweight champion. World heavyweight champion. Okay, and. What uh, Damian Priest is standing there with the case, mm-hmm. bro. What was the point of Money in the Bank if Dominic can just have a match with Seth? Rock? I I don't. What was the point? And it was just two days ago, yeah. bro, where these guys fought for their lives to win Money in the Bank, and here we are in two days. Oh, Dominic's gonna get a shot again. I I don't understand I it. Bro. It was on title. They, it did, was- did they ever say that? Yeah, they it was not. I think it was non-titled from the beginning promo. It was just like, hey, well, I'm going to threaten you with the money in the bank. So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to spotify everywhere else podcasts are heard as well video podcasts are also available on spotify and if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level you can even do q a's and polls direct through that same feed spotify for podcasters get it now but there's someone here because i've already got my match is what ria was saying but there's someone here who wants to fight you and so it was just a He's there from the three of them. Bro, right? I don't remember. I don't I, listen. I don't pay strict attention to this show, but I don't remember them ever saying it was a to- non-title match. Maybe they did, bro. But yeah, they never booked it as a title match. So, um, because they would have, they would have definitely made the graphics and stuff like that if it was a title match. But yeah, they didn't do that. Um, so that was the first segment, and then uh, we followed by, like I said, like we were talking about Rhodes and Lesnar, they brawl. Uh, see here. Here's my thing as far as the realism that you're talking about. So Brock, I mean, he he manhandles you know Cody in the beginning, and then he does Cody does some you know gut punches and try to make it seem like there's some type of balance here back and forth. But Vince, would you have booked it the way that they did with their brawling? And then all of a sudden they switch it into a wrestling move. Like, like Brock is going back and forth with Cody 
and then he goes to the ring and now he has to sell a Cody cutter. Like it, it just, it just turns into some, it, it turns from just brawling. It, it, it always does. It bro. It always went winds up wrestling, but, but Chris, think about this. Cause you and I talk about logic and reality. Bro, where does Brock live? Uh, he lives in Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan, Canada. Mm-hmm. Okay. Think about this. <laughs> if this were real, Brock decides all the way from Saskatchewan, Canada, I'm going to get in a plane yeah. and I'm going to fly to Monday Night Raw. Bro, Saskatchewan, Canada, Chris, I beg you, put, go up, go to the computer right now. Tell me how many miles it is from Saskatchewan, Canada to Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, Tell me how many miles that is, bro. <laughs> Okay, so think about this guy, bro. At some time over the weekend, Brock decides, he tells wife Sable, hey, you know what? I'm going to go to Baltimore to beat up uh, Cody Rhodes. How far is it, Chris? 31-hour drive. 30? Uh, 2,013 uh, okay. miles. 2,000 miles. Okay, guys. So, okay, Sable, I'm going to leave you and the kids. I'm going to go beat up, beat up Cody. So, bro, he travels. 2,000 miles, Yes, gets there, hits the ring. They have a little bit of a brawl. Cody dumps him out of the ring, and yes. Brock says, all right, I'm going to go home now. All right, all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back on the plane and travel another 2,000. Like, think about the logic of that, bro. It is so freaking illogical. It's not even funny, bro. 2,000 miles, he, he flew. To get dumped out of the ring and say, "All right, I, 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 get you next time." Yes. Oh God, bro! Please, please. That's hilarious, man. Yeah, that that's a four thousand mile round trip. Yes, yes. Five minutes, man. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh my God, bro! Think about the money they invested yes. in, in in getting Brock there for what? Like, what did this do? What nothing. did it do, bro? Nothing. 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 It was one of the, okay, I've been waiting for Brock to come back, which, uh, again, man, it's like, where are you, Brock? And and why is Brock playing like a chicken crap heel in a sense? You know what I mean? Like, that's not that's not something that Brock, Brock Lesnar should not be afraid of anybody. I agree. So I agree. Anybody, anytime, yeah. man. Why, why is Cody know? on the prowl? You know what I mean? Like, Brock broke his his arm so he, he he doesn't need to be uh uh the one who's being cha- the hunt head brock is the hunter like literally he's the hunter he hunts for yeah, a living the, the, the prey is hurt bro it's almost like you you shoot a deer yes but you don't quite kill it and you follow in the blood tracks yep exactly a shark that smells blood man like the same same thing from a water standpoint a shark that smells blood but for some odd reason <laughs> Brock is the hunted in this in this angle. It just doesn't make sense. So. All right, uh, we got uh, awesome sauce five dollars super chat. Y'all see WWE trying to sell results from the PLE in the third hour before commercial after they open the show with highlights and people having internet access. Interesting, huh? Yeah, explain that to me. What does he mean? Do you know what he means? So I guess going into the third hour before the commercial, they're trying to. They, they did the graphic of showing the results of money in the bank. So it seems like they were trying to use that to bring people and to make, make them stay over for the third hour. 
because the third hour usually drops. Bro, I got a I got a difference of opinion than Awesome Sauce, <clears throat> but I do respect Awesome Sauce's opinion, bro. Outside of WrestleMania, I I don't remember them hyping up a pay per view so so hard after the fact. I think this was all about AEW going to England, bro. You think I, so? Absolutely, because it was over the top. Interesting. It was this wasn't WrestleMania, bro. It was Money in the Bank, and it was England, 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 and I'm like. Why do you feel you need to do that? I mean, are you are you really acknowledging AEW as competition, bro? Like mm. seriously, come on, mm. come on, man. You know, really interesting. And here's the thing: it, it just I don't understand why it has to be like a back and forth. You know, I, I mean, agree. There's, I agree. there's no point. Like, okay, sure, if, if, if AEW sells out Wembley, that helps pro wrestling as a whole. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, you you would want them to sell out like for instance if uh, you know i am house state michigan if michigan is pop the more popular michigan is leading into the ohio state game our competition the more we look good because right. it's making people really intrigued in the in it, uh, as a whole the, the 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 sport as a whole and so i think having AEW sell out the stadium great you know what i mean and, and i don't think because it was weird to me in Monday Bank when Cena comes out, just kind of like a feeler. You know, he didn't even confirm anything. He was just like, "Hey, what do you think about WrestleMania in London?" Of course, yeah, they're going to be weak. excited it's, about it's it. It's weak. It's weak, bro. It's, yeah. it's weak. I, I don't even know why they're going there. Indeed, uh, Rollin nine ninety nine super chat, bro. I don't understand the Guinness Book of Records. Are the records shoot records or kayfabe records? And since Natalia's records are for women, why isn't there a male counterpart for these same records? Um, good questions. I uh, believe the records are shoot. Um, now, the records are what you make them. I mean, they're, they're Guinness just kind of like, oh, okay, let's just throw this record out here. Like, it's not a record that was really highlighted before you know natalia but i because she's done so much in the business if i'm not mistaken there's like some application or there's some type of like submission uh to be approved uh through the through guinness and i, I imagine wwe did that you know what i mean to to get it approved through guinness it wasn't so essentially since now that's the record and she's the there, there she didn't beat anybody now, I suppose, like, I think it's WrestleMania appearances. I think it's total matches, most wins, stuff like that. So now that's the standard of someone potentially, you know, in the future, you know, overshadowing that record. So, yeah, that's typically how that works. Uh, Michael Anthony, 1499, Super Chat What's your thoughts on Triple H telling the fans good things come to those who wait for LA Nights with you knowing what Triple H is like? Is it him trying to pull down the hype down for LA Nights? Bro, this is what we talked about, Michael. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this is exactly what we talked about. Me and Chris talked about. Here's what we talked about, bro. They were beating Damian Priest to death because they knew they were going to do something with him. Yep. So because now we beat Damian Priest to death. Now we've got a he's got to win money in the bank, and we can't put LA Knight over because we beat Damian. So we will totally kill Damian Priest if he does not win money in the bank. So it's 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 not a matter of good things come to those who wait. 
it's a matter of that was the plan for Damian Priest for a very long time, so they were not going to put L.A. Knight over. But, Chris, I'm going to tell you this, and we talk about this all the time, man, and I hate this. And, bro, I am I like Damian Priest. I do. I like his look. I, 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 really, I really like Damian Priest. But, Chris, you, you and I spoke about this. By beating him so much leading into money in the bank, it feels like it doesn't mean anything when he wins it, bro. Yeah. This, this should be this should be a guy that's trying to get a title shot, trying to get a title shot. The 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 champion is blowing him off, you know, not to, you know, blah blah blah. Finally, 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 he gets that title shot. Not a guy you beat to death. And then he gets money in the bank. It doesn't mean anything because he's a 50-50 wrestler. And you think everybody's going to forget about all the losses. It doesn't work that way, bro. It's all about momentum, man. It is. It it makes no sense to me of how this sport is sports entertainment, but it's still a sport. You're booking people to reduce their momentum to logically gain momentum. That like in any sport across the board, great that point, makes Chris. zero sense. Great absolutely, no sense. absolutely, great point. Absolutely, yeah. and bro, that's why it seems like the money in the bank never means. I remember when Otis run it, yep. and now um, you know who who, who wanted Sky? EO What's her name? Sky. Like, yeah. I, I've seen the old Sky beat a million times. It doesn't mean anything, bro. Yeah, indeed. Uh, now we have, uh, speaking of Damian Priest, he beats Shinsuke Nakamura. What's your thoughts on Shinsuke, man? What, what's, what's left for Shinsuke? He comes in, he has some momentum coming from Japan in the beginning of the year, you know, with his run with Muda. He gets drafted to Raw, wins, gets some money in the bank, but just... 50-50 and now just tapering off to losing more. Than yeah, more. bro, it's it seems to me like he's in that miserable. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like where he's just there to lose now. I mean, and I don't know, bro. That's that's sad to me, man. I mean, do you see how could you revive Shinsuke Nakamura? Do you think that he's salvageable at this point? Bro, I think he is salvageable. Bro, listen, we we listen. They're obviously acknowledging AEW, okay, with all the London talk and oh, look what we did, look what we did. Okay, bro, then let's acknowledge New Japan. Yeah. What you know, since since, since you know, it's almost like okay, bro, our brothers in the country alone, mm-hmm. and he's not faring too well. Maybe he needs a little. Let, let's have a little gangster, a little, a little Japan mafia, bro. Let some badasses come over from Japan and back him up. Let and let let him be the leader of that group, bro. I mean, yeah. what, what, why not? I mean, you know, you know, AEW really capitalizes on that New Japan audience. If they are now looking at AEW as competition, why aren't they trying to do that? And that's fair. That's fair to say. And I think that, uh, you know, that sounds fun. I just don't think WWE would do much about it. And, and you know, he he founded Chaos, so he he did find you know the the a New Japan group, and it's Chaos is to this day, you know, is, is still around. And so it it's it's helped. You know, Nakamura was a, a man. He was a star in New Japan, man. That's one of the reasons why WWE capitalized on him. 
but why would you hire someone who has so much, who has such star power in a, in a, uh, a major promotion just to dilute them so much that just, again, it doesn't, that's like, that's like hiring, you know, who's one, who's one of your boys, you know, you're a baseball guy. Who's, who's one of your favorite players on, on your team? Um, anybody, uh, Bryce Harper. Okay. Bryce Harper. There you go. That's like, okay. So I'm, I own, you know, I'm Ohio, Ohio guy. So I own the guardians franchise. So I, so I bring in Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper's this big star. I bring in, I spend my money to bring in Bryce Harper, who was a star for your team, just to sit him on the bench. Like, like how does that make business sense? Oh, it's real simple. It's real simple, Chris. It's what we come here and talk about every week. They are creatively bankrupt. Bro, listen. Clearly. I can go back to the Attitude Era and Taka Michinoko. Yeah. Remember we brought in Kai and Tai, bro? So, so now he was the baby face and these three guys were after him. I mean, bro, give give me something. The guy's got charisma. Yeah. I'm talking about Nakamura. Yeah. He's got a look. Give me something, bro. Yeah, I agree with you. And the thing is crazy is because, like, you have – people who were in japan you know who stars in japan like anderson and gallows you know i mean they were big you know they were big in japan why not have a a a rekindle a feud between aj and nakamura and you know anderson and gallows like man look we've been under you for so long and look where we are now you know we're in catering you know we're not we're not doing anything and then you know nakamura offers them to have a spot with him and and actually get more and actually get more opportunities. Why can't you have something like that with the people that you have internally? Creatively bankrupt. Creatively bankrupt. Creatively bankrupt. That's clearly what it is because we come up with ideas all the time on the show that actually makes off the top of our heads, Chris. This isn't our job. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not, co- bro. You got patience all week long, bro. I got podcasts all that's, week long. We're not thinking about this twenty four seven, bro. Yeah, that's true. Very true, man. Uh, next we have Ronda. Ra- oh man. Okay, so I'll 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 turn the I'll, I'll turn the baton and pass. Well, you 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 got to help me first, Chris, before you give me the baton because you know I saw what happened at um Money in the Bank. Yeah, and. Bro, I'm very confused. Who's supposed to be the baby face and who's supposed to be the heel here? Either. So, okay. So in the tag match, and and again, Vince, this came from absolutely nowhere. Nowhere. Right. There there was no tease. There was no accidental bump, you know, the week before. There was no nothing. It came from absolutely nowhere. Bro, you know where this came? Let, let, let's explain to the people where it came from. Because, guys, th- this is where there's no logic whatsoever with them. This is exactly where it came from. So Liv and uh, Ra- Rachel Rodriguez are the tag team champions. Yeah. Liv gets hurt. Mm-hmm. So Liv is going to be out now. So now they got to put the tag belts on someone else. Mm-hmm. So now they put them on Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Yep. They've got the tag belts now. But now Liv is healthy. So we want to go back to the original plan. And what they want to do, bro, is they want to go back to the original plan with Liv and Rodriguez, but they don't want to beat Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. 
So they have Baszler turn on Rousey, causing them the belts. And 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 the re bro, this blew me away because bro, I'm not a big UFC guy, but I I saw I've seen enough Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. When Shayna Baszler turns around and tells Ronda Rousey, "I paid my dues and you didn't," <laughs> and Ronda Rousey was in the UFC, bro, fighting for her life and getting punched in the face, like, and wait a minute, bro, that's not paying your dues. So that's why, like, I'm watching this and I'm like, okay, bro, Shayna attacked her for no reason from behind. Now she's accusing. Ronda Rousey of never paying her dues, who clearly paid her dues in UFC, but yet the fans were chanting for Shayna Baszler. Yeah, I, I don't know. Vince, listen, it, it it makes it makes no sense because there, there's so many there's so many gaping holes in this whole angle because it's like okay, they were friends, they should have talked about that when they were roommates. You know what I mean? Like like it does it just doesn't make sense. That's 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 one. Two, Shayna Baszler said that she brought in Ronda Rousey. So why would she get mad at the person that she brought in to be successful? And guess what? Number three, they were tag team champions. So maybe it would have made more sense if Ronda like wasn't cut out for wrestling and wasn't good enough and they were trying to win the championships and then that caused Shayna Baszler to get frustrated because Ronda Rousey just wasn't cut for it. No, not only did they win the tag team championships on their first attempt, they merged it with the NXT tag team championships. So now they're the undisputed tag team champions. So they're the most dominant tag team across the board. And all of a sudden Ronda Rousey's upset. I mean, uh, Shayna Baszler's upset at Ronda Rousey for no, I mean, it just it made no sense to me. There's no clear cut baby face in this. This this whole angle is just ridiculous. It, it is, just, bro. It, it just makes no sense. But here's the thing, Rousey. I heard that uh, Rousey uh, once once out. After- she should get out, bro. The, the, let, let, let me tell you something, bro. I, I, listen, Chris, be honest with me here. Ronda Rousey was a huge star in UFC. Okay, bro, she was she was sooner or later going to get beat. Yeah. Everybody sooner or later. Michael Mike Tyson got knocked out by Buster Douglas. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. sooner or later, bro, you're going to lose. But she was a mega, mega, mega star. And bro, she could have had a career as in Hollywood. She could have been a female yeah, version of. Yeah. yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger, bro. She has so devalued herself yeah. in the the WWE outside of Cashola has done nothing for her career. Zero. I think, I think for her, like when she, because I follow UFC a lot. Uh, I used to do. I used to cover UFC uh, when I was uh, writing uh, journal uh, journalist. And I watched UFC all the time. And for her, I mean, she was on <clears throat> just a tirade. She like Holly Holm versus Ronda Rousey was like a modern day Buster Douglas versus Mike Tyson. Like people, like no one, like if you bet on Holly Holm, you could have bought a house. Like it, it, it was, it was like that. She was a rel. I mean, before I mean Holly Holm was pretty good i I believe she was undefeated like six or seven and oh before she 
um, before she went to Ronda Rousey, but she was just still a relative no name. People didn't know Holly Holm that much. Knocked her out clean, and then that really deflated because uh, she was on interviews. Like Ronda Rousey was on interviews talking about she was getting stressed about that and things like that, and then she was thinking about retiring, and then getting clocked by Amanda Nunez definitely didn't help the matter. So she was just like, okay, look, I'm just kind of waving the right flag on UFC because it's mentally right. not helping right. me. So the WWE was like an outlet for her. And you could tell like in the very beginning that she was grateful for the opportunity. Like the fans were really getting behind her, especially the match with her and Angle against Triple H and Steph. I think that that was a good build. You know, I mean, it was supposed to be her and Rock because, you know, the, the year before they had that segment at uh, 31 with, you know, Stephanie and Triple H and he, you know, she does the takeover. So that was supposed to set up the uh, the match with the, the mixed tag. Rock couldn't do it. Kurt was a fantastic replacement. Fans were totally in it when at New Orleans. But then what happened, Vince, is that it's like, Fans can call, you know, can see crap from a far, far away and they, they call it out. Right. Ronda Rousey got to the point early in her career that you can just tell that her passion just wasn't in it. And then when she started to get a little bit of mixed reaction, you can tell this, that stuff really, she really internalizes that stuff. And then yeah, the man. more she got that, the more she just kind of lost her passion in the business. And I don't think it never really came back. And, and bro, I think a part of that too was the, her schedule was completely different. Yeah. When she had to go on the road for all those days, she yeah. was not, that's not how she trained as yeah. a UFC fighter. I think when, when, when they really wanted her to do those dates, yeah, I don't think she, she was cut out for that, bro. I agree. I agree. The traveling schedule is much different because you only fight, you know, three, four times a year. Yeah. And you're tra and you're training at the same place. Correct. Yeah. Between the fights. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, we, you can tell a difference. And I think for now it's just like, cause she was gone for nearly a year. I mean, she left the WrestleMania uh, 35 after the triple threat match and she was gone for a long time. I think she came back at the Royal Rumble the next year. And I think it's just, you know, she had a baby and then, you know, it, it, she was just away, you know, Travis Brown and her, you know, her husband. And it just seems like she's, <laughs> she served her purpose in the WWE and her being, her being a heel is like a fail safe, you know, thing, you know, just to give her the heat because if they were trying to make her baby face, because when she came back, she was baby face again. The fans gave her the return pop, and then they were like, "Okay, we're, we're like, okay, now we understand why we're done. We were done with you in the first place." Yeah, yeah. Again, that took the heart, and now it's easy for her to hone in that heel character to, you know, address the hater, so to speak. But I think I think she's done. Like from what I heard, she wanted to be out after Royal Rumble because they. I heard a rumor that they were trying to build. Uh, Baszler and Rousey for WrestleMania against each other again. Man, Baszler has uh, the charisma of, of a turtle. Man, I, yeah, like man. I just, I mean, I just, I mean, she she was really good as a monster heel in NXT, and that was really good for her. She was suited well. They they brought her up to the main roster. They had her beat the brakes off of Becky Lynch. 
that WrestleMania match didn't really vibe and gel very well. And then she was just out of place. It just her charisma just really doesn't yeah. work. So bro, was, was it was it just me or did that need to the face look really stiff? It was it was stiff, but Rhonda did a horrible job selling it. Oof. Like like it like it looked good. I mean, it was it was I, stiff. Like she she you know she she went out for a second, and then she moves and she's like Shayna Shayna. And I'm like, what <laughs> what do you do? like? You need to be just out. Like forget yeah. the whole Shayna spot. Don't, see that's the type of stuff. Just as a wrestler, that you need to improvise. Yes. Like if, yeah. if you know, like if you felt that spot, yeah, you better just stay yes. knocked out. You know, Absolutely. instead of get it back up. Because that helped Shayna Baszler. Like if you're knocked out, yeah. But if you just barely sell it and say Shayna, yeah, that's helping her less. You know what I mean? Absolutely, Chris. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Uh next we have uh oh, we got a couple of super chats. Let's uh let's get into the super chats. We got Louis Harwood. I felt like all the woman's promos sounded like teenage high school drama. Also, guys, are you a fan of the raw theme song or do you prefer older ones? Uh, All of the women's promos are like teenage high school drama, Lewis. You are 100%. Especially after the summit last week. Yeah. Oh, my God. Bro, I'm sorry. I'm always going to be a fan of. I'm sorry, bro. Nothing, nothing's ever gonna be better than that for me, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's uh I think oh man, I have to go through I have to remember all the 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 raw theme songs and and, and figure that out. So yeah. but that one's that that one definitely is up uh one yeah. of my favorites too. Uh young reckless 499 super chat. Why is uh why is you know what I was thinking of? Uh, uh, you get to, I don't think it was there. I don't think, oh, you might have been there. No, you weren't there at that time. It, it were, uh, it was probably late, early 2000s. Uh, move to the music, play funky music, move to know. the music. Yeah, that was that one's. Was, Are you sure you're not getting that confused with play that funky music, white boy? Uh no, it's okay. <laughs> oh, that's a whole totally different song, right? A whole different, a whole day. It was rock versus funk, you know. But with play that funky music, white boy, that's for sure. Bro, would uh, would, would, would 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 that would, would that song be allowed in 2023? Play that funky music, <laughs> white boy, or would that be offensive to, to some be white boys, bro? It'd, it'd probably be canceled by. Oh, uh, what a great song that was, bro! I used to love was, that song, it man. Was, it was um let's see here we also got the uh, young reckless uh saying why is drew chasing gunther he should be chasing seth finn should chase gunther uh i don't know why finn should chase gunther uh drew should go for seth belt because his weight class he's believable i I see what you mean there but i think what they're trying to do young reckless is that it's a carry-on from unfinished business. And I think it makes sense. You know I mean? I agree that, you know, Drew coming back, he should go for the world title, but I think uh, it's it eventually we'll get there. But the last time we saw Drew was three months ago and he lost to Gunther at WrestleMania. So it makes sense that he's coming back for Gunther to get that Intercontinental championship. So yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine with the, with the Drew return. 
Uh, we get Michael Anthony, seven ninety nine. Hey, Vince, why would WWE have Jey Uso pin Roman? Whoever beats Roman now gets the title, but not the prestige of being the first one to beat him. What do you think? That, that? That's a great point, uh, Michael. That's that's a great point. I, I bet you, bro, a lot of that was personal choice. Mm. You know what I'm saying, bro? I, I bet you a lot of that was, you know, um, you know, Jay kind of being subservient to Roman for so long. I bet you there was a big part of Roman that wanted to return that favor. So I bet you, bro, there was a lot of personal feelings involved yeah. in that. But but even with that said, Michael, I believe I, I agree with you 100 percent. I mean, it's called in, in wrestling. We used to call it uh, taking the bloom off the rose. That's what we used to call it. And and yes, I agree with you 1000 percent. Yeah, I can see that point too. Uh, and to your point, Vince, you know, uh, the the huge chunk of the bloodline storyline is the brainchild or the brain uh, the brainchild of both Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns. So they are the masterminds mostly behind the bloodline saga. And so I can definitely see that Roman Reigns wanted to um, set this up. You know, first time in three and a half years. Now, ideally, this leads to Jay versus Roman at, at SummerSlam. Uh, and I, I think at the end of the day, you know, it still makes sense because Jay probably won't beat Roman at SummerSlam. But the pin gives him some type of stock and skin in the game to say, okay, well, I should get a world title match. Now, to me, it logically, that makes sense. Because it wasn't a clean, I mean, it was a clean, but it was assisted by Jimmy. They were super kicking him galore. So it wasn't just a one-on-one, you know, match that he lost. It was a tag match that the loss made sense. Like it, the, the loss is building up Jay's stock to be that title contender. Otherwise, if you're just throwing a match, it just wouldn't have made sense. So, yeah, I, it, logically, I can see the I can see both ends uh, myself. Uh, we got Bali B. Bali B. Four ninety nine. Uh, most all caps. Vince oh, Lister. bro, don't listen, Billy Body, whatever your name is, Body Billy. <laughs> Bro, please. No, no, bro. Seth versus Cody is not Brett versus Sean. No. Not not even close, man. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt of the bloodline is a top 10 storyline, even though I, I, I think I could rattle off 10 storylines over the course of history. That's better. But I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Bro, Seth, please. Not not even close. Yeah. Not not even in the same conversation, bro seriously man yeah I, I agree like you know i've i've defended the bloodline storyline with 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 our shows and i and i think that the bloodline storyline is great i like it um but as far as seth and cody i mean like based off of what like based off of cody beating seth three times and then yeah. they meet up a year later i mean like what's what's what is that based yeah, on so, was cody wrestling with a boo-boo yeah 
Like, what, like what was, bro, what come on. Nice. Like, seriously, man. Not, not, not even, I'm, I'm not even going to entertain that one. Yeah. And, and you know, you want to say top 10, bro. I could rattle off off the top of my head. We could talk Hulk Andre. We could talk about the mega powers. We could talk about Austin McMahon. You know, we could talk about the NWO. Andre. I, yeah, that that's that that's off the top of our heads, bro. Not even going back to the 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 Bruno years, you know. You yeah. could talk about Hulk and Sheik. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you know, you want to you want to say bloodline top ten? Okay, okay, but yeah. don't don't stop with with Cody and Seth, bro. <laughs> Seriously, man. Yeah, uh, we get Chelsea Green and Cyan Deville uh, cleaning house. The tag team turmoil. What do you think about this? What do you think about the? Tag teams are just throwing together. You got to help me with who these people are because yeah. I've got the villain green. I've got uh, who, who then? Oh, oh, Dana Brooke was back. Was that Shotzi? No, that was uh, Tegan Knox. See, I, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know. All right, so then we got LaRue with a question mark. Who was with LaRue? Indy Hardwell. She was uh, okay. um, Dexter uh, yeah. Loomis's uh, wife, like whatever. Okay, then we got Nikki and Emma. Out of nowhere. And then we got Chance and uh, uh, Tinker. Bro, there used to be a double play combination. Tinkers to Evers to Chance. Uh, We got Tinkers and Evers and Chance. And Okay, next, next, Chris. What's next, bro? (laughs) That's that's all we got. Yeah, Uh, I mean, it it showcased how bad the tag team. Like, the, the tag team division is so bad that you literally had to make up tag teams on the spot. Like that's how that's how bad it. And the thing is, I'm not a big fan of like merging titles. That especially if it doesn't make sense, like the NXT Championship merging with the WWE Tag Team Championship doesn't make sense. But they're going back to they want to do the brand split, but then they're going to have the tag champions go to NXT to defend the titles. Yeah, and it um, goes like this: tag team division shows that you're just making stuff up out of thin air and expecting for us to be oh that's a nice tactic no it's just it, it no, made it look really bad yeah, bro come on bro listen I, I, i'm sorry bro don't 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 tell me what i'm seeing in this match are the best women wrestlers in the world bro that's please like, come, come on man please that's a good point man uh we have um <laughs> And so we have the Becky Lynch in ring promo interrupted by Trish Stratus and Zoe Stark. What you got on that, man? I just, bro, I don't know. Like for somebody that's been there as long as Trish, you're really going to come up with the line that I'm better looking than each and every one of you, even with the man, like, like, like Trish really like that's what we're going to come up here. The, the The guy just said, you know, high school. That that's that's high school verbiage, bro. Yeah. That's not clever. It's not creative. It's not smart. And then, of course, the angle. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not medically cleared. You know, to wrestle. And bro, listen. I, th- this is a double-edged sword here, okay? Because I'm gonna put it over, but I'm gonna take it away. They made a concerted effort, bro, of booking matches for next week. Now, I've read something online that the reason they're trying to do this is because Vince doesn't like to cancel booked matches 
So if they're advertising a match, Vince ain't going to change it at the last minute, which I called BS on that, Chris. Open challenge, he canceled, though. Exactly. (laughs) Two weeks ago, we just had an open challenge. So, of course, the dirt sheet writers at their best. (laughs) But I want want to give and I want to take away here. I, I like the fact that they're promoting next week, next week, next week. They're making a concerted effort to do that for whatever reason. But don't do that in front of the people. Hmm. Don't 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 do next. Well, yeah, we're we're gonna have a match next week in front of the people because you're screwing that crowd. Yeah. Cut the verbiage and then have the announcers come back and say, you know, it has been booked uh. next week. Don't do it in front of the people, bro. They did that in front of the people at least three or four times tonight. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and the, the, the crowd really feels screwed. Yeah. You could do the same exact thing, bro, but just let the announcers make the matches after they were challenged and right here next week on Raw. Don't do it in front of the people, bro. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Good point. And there. then, bro, what about this? You ready? Yep. Where's my, where's my sad trombone? Come on, come on. Uh, this was Trisha's greatest line of the night. Balterless. Did you did you hear that, bro? Instead of Baltimore, it was Baltimore. Uh, like, come on, Trish. Like seriously, bro. Seriously, man. That's horrible. Uh, yeah, that's that's. It, it, yeah, here we go. Trying to find the. Uh... <laughs> yes. Come on, man! Please, Trish, you're you're you 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 are you are. Is she in the Hall of Fame already? Oh yeah, she you're knows. a Hall of Famer. You're a legend. I mean, my God, come on, man! You got you got to do better than that, man. Yeah, you know, here's the thing, Vince. Man, she's just not. You can just tell that she's just not comfortable in her role as a heel. Like she's just not good at it. Yeah. Like the whole thank you, Trish. Like she's trying. Like her, she's trying to get that cheap heat. You know, what I mean, like. It, if you're not good at getting cheap heat, it just sounds desperate. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, like, someone like an MJF, he's good at getting cheap heat, although, you know, it's starting to get a little, you know, stretchy. It's starting to get a, it's starting to get a little stale. But he's good at getting cheap heat. If you're trying to get cheap heat for the sake of getting cheap heat, it's it seems very desperate, and it backfires against you. And I think Trish Stratus... She does that. She tries to get that cheap heat, and it's, and it sounds very desperate. Bailey did that for for a while too, just trying to get that cheap heat, and it's just she just doesn't fit the role very well. To I me. I agree with you, and ba- Bailey Bailey still does it. Yes, she doesn't. <laughs> uh, that 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 in ring segment last week was absolutely atrocious. Atrocious. Uh, next we have uh, Cody Rhodes. So he comes out in gear for for the start of the show. And then all of a sudden he brawls with Brock. It comes back in suit. Bro, bro, did you not think, Chris, this is what I'm talking about. So he he finishes the promo and he's backing up to the curtain. Right, same thing. I was like, how did they how did they not do that? How did they not do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like seriously, bro. Like I I couldn't believe they didn't do that. You're autographing the belts, like the 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 
cam the camera shot was very zoomed on Cody. And usually when they do that, like they're show they they're not showing the person who's coming up to attack when they zoom like that. And then I'm like, okay, so then they do another, you know, semi zoom shot that you don't see the back, you know, someone coming from the back uh, uh, very well. Those were two opportunities for, for, for bro, him. I back. swear to God, un unless it's in, I, bro, I'm starting to believe this. Unless it's in Brock's contract that, okay, listen, I only work from 9 to 9.30. That's it. Nine to nine thirty, bro. And if it's Eastern time, if if it's Western time, it's six to six. I don't know what else it can be, bro. I don't know what else it can be, bro. That ten minutes, this guy's gone. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a good point, man. Because at the end of the day, like I said, like I said at the top of the show, like if he's if he's there, like you flew him two thousand thirteen miles from saskatchewan to be able to do five minutes you need to capitalize on brock lesnar being there because guess what you're not going to keep flying him a four thousand mile round trip from saskatchewan you're going to be sure to have them come in certain dates and capitalize it unless because you know how brock is like toward the pay-per-view he'll come like two or three straight times you know, like one or two straight times. And so I think that that's what they're doing. They're like, they're just giving him the 10 minute, 4,000 mile round trip. Bro, I, no I, bro, I listen, I don't care if I'm Vince Russo or if I'm Brock Lesnar, I ain't flying 4,000 miles to be on the show <laughs> for five minutes. Uh, that that doesn't work for me, brother. No. Hey, if the, if the pay is, if the pay is sweet. I, bro, I, I, even if the pay is good, I don't think I'm doing it, bro. I'll be honest with you. It, man. Oh I my God. That's he's, a probably, long he's probably hunting and, and uh, killing deer and uh, chopping meat. And then uh, they're like, Hey man, look, all right, Brock, we, we need to, we need to build you and Cody up and uh, we're going to fly you here. We just need you to do a quick spot, get a Cody, you know, eat a Cody color, cutter, and you can go back home. All right, man, as long as it's between 9 and 9.30, that's yep, exactly. it. 9.30, I'm on the plane. I'm back I'm home, right? Yeah. yeah. I think he has a private jet, too, if I'm not mistaken. So so they're like – so it was just in and out, man, like legit yeah. in and out. So um, – or at least he has access to a private jet, I heard. Um, I don't know if he still does. All right, uh, next we have um, – Alpha Academy, Maxine Dupree against the Viking Raiders in uh, Valhalla. What do you think about this? Bro, how ridiculous was it the end of the match <laughs> when the heels were holding that pose between the ropes for about yeah, 32 yeah. minutes? Like, <laughs> broken. This is horrible, bro. The babies are posing. It's about 15 minutes now. Yeah. The heels are ho holding the thing. Oh, bro, who, <laughs> who, who cares about any Look of this? The recap, Maxine's like, you know, patting the heads and saying thank you. They go to the recap all of a sudden. Still, same play. Yeah, I, I, who, who, who cares about any of this? Bro? Maxine, man, do you see potential in her? Because here's the thing, man. She's super, like, and this to me, Vince, Maxine Dupree just proves to me what I say all the time, character over wrestling. Because she's more over with three moves than most of the women wrestlers there with a big catches, catch can super kicks, you know, uh, uh great. Yep. code reds, Canadian destroyers. She's more over with three moves 
than just about everybody else back there. I agree. I agree with you, bro. You yep. see any potential in her as a as a character? Who who with, with the company booking her? Uh, say if you say if you had the reins. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. The, the company booking her? Absolutely not. Do you think that she can she'll get pigeonholed by this, or do you think it's helping her uh, char- characters, helping her layers? You know, helping her have layers in her character. It should be helping her have layers in her character. Yeah, yeah. Bro, bro listen, bro, there, there can be a, a 27 team uh, women's team. Bro, sexism is still alive and well in the WWE. And, and, and come on, Natalia, who, who's up next soon, is the perfect case in point. Hmm. This, this woman's 41 years old and her career's over. Why? She looks in tremendous shape. Bro, how many guys are in their prime at 41? Yeah. We, we can name a billion wrestlers, bro, who at 41 are in there. She's done at 41. Why, why is she done at 41? I don't understand. Mm. She still looks good to me. You yeah. could tell she's still committed to the gym. She still works her butt off. Yeah. So yeah, my, my point is, do they really care about any of these girls? Stephanie's not there anymore. This was a Stephanie pet project. Mm-hmm. Do they really care or are they just going to put them out there every week? I think uh I think that they did a good job with Bianca Belair. You know, she was champ for over a year, so I think that they did, did a really good job with her. Um as far as any more, I mean like eh, it's hard it's hard to say. I think I think other than Belair they really haven't protected anyone else. I mean, of course, they protected Charlotte for the most part and protected Becky to a sense, you know, sense as far as currently. Uh, but anyone else, they they really haven't protected, yeah. you know, like that. So, yeah. Um, next we have, uh, but as far as Maxine Dupree, man, I think that the Alpha Academy gimmick is really helping her uh, much more than the maximum male models. Her as a baby face, people are, People are getting into it, man. You might as well just ride this wave and see where it goes. Um, Ricochet cutting a backstage interview. So, so theoretically, this is leading to Ricochet versus Logan Paul at, at SummerSlam. Do you think that's a missed opportunity for Paul, or do you think that that's suitable? I don't think that's that. Uh, listen, Ricochet's a great guy. I, I think I met him one time, but that he, he's a mid Carter, bro. Like, doesn't really bring it, the star power for SummerSlam. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, absolutely not. Yeah. This is what I this is what I think, Vince, is what they're doing with this. I think what they're doing, Vince, is that Logan Paul, he comes in and just basically loses matches. I mean, like he I think he's won what one match? It was yeah, the, put, the, put, put, puts on a show yeah. but loses matches. Yeah, so it, it was the tag match. I think it was him and Miz beat the Mysterios at uh, WrestleMania. And I mean, he lost to Roman. He lost to Seth. You know, what I mean, he lost the Money in the Bank. So he just, he just, he's coming in. You know, he he had a, a spot at the or two at the Royal Rumble. Still didn't win that. So he's coming in and went and losing all these matches. It seems like he's like, okay, like, <laughs> all right, let me let me get a win here. You uh, know hey, what I mean? Hey, <laughs> so, bro, if if I, if I'm Logan Paul, my brand is everything. Bro. Sure, absolutely, sure. Yeah. Chris. Yeah, I, I hope he is. Yeah, so it seems I hope like he is. 
it seems like what he's doing is okay. So look, you y'all need me more than I need you. So I, I, I came in as a fanboy and having an opportunity at first, and I didn't mind taking all those L's. Now I'm bringing some more eyes to your product here. And I need to have a win now because that's I'm a great to point, Chris. That and that's think, a great. If if they're doing that, that's good. Yeah, and I think what they're going to do is they're going to have him beat Ricochet, just to say, okay, well, thank you, you know, for, yeah. for putting eyes more eyes on the product with the impulse so. bringing people to the show, still having that. Yeah. So they're going to feed him to. I mean, they're going to feed Ricochet to him as kind of a thank you and on a, on a i'm good with that i'm good with that yeah uh next we have rhea ripley defeating natalia your thoughts on this vince you you had some thoughts on this. yeah i told you i i i thought this was great i i you know both women worked their backsides off and like i said the thing i really liked about this was it looked like a fight sure and that's what i want to see i want to see a fight i don't want to see circus soleil i yeah. want to see a fight indeed uh, we got Raw in 999. <laughs> Rousey's poor sportsmanship and fear of openly uh, talking about the two brutal losses cost her both fans and fame. Tyson was the real deal, and boxing fans love him. Rousey was a media hype job, and MMA fans hate her. I mean, got, got some good points there. Um, I think with Rousey, it, yeah, I mean, like, and then she bashed the, bashed the product when she left WrestleMania and things like that. And just, you know how fans are with the tribalism, man. If you're if you're bashing the product after leaving and then come back, I mean, like, you're, you're pretty much blacklisted, you know, in the fans' eyes forever, if not for a long time. So, yeah. Uh, we got Lewis, uh, $5 Super Chat. How would you guys revive Dana Brooks' career? Also, would you book Ronda versus Shayna in an ultimate submission match? What do you think, Vince? I, I like the idea of the ultimate submission match. God, bro, I just I don't know what we would do to revive Dana Brooks' career. I just don't know. I I I I I I would have to think about that, but that isn't something that just comes off the top of my head because She's just been waiting in the water for so long. You, you really need to think the creative through. The first thing I think of would be to revive her in NXT similar to a Mandy Rose. Because when Mandy Rose was on the main roster, you know, she was just totally misused, was just a non-factor, you know, I came up with the name, the bouncies, and we 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 put her over more than the WWE did, yes, we did with the bouncy gimmick. And I think that Dana Brooks still has that ability. As far as I, I, I do think that she needs to work in the ring, man. I, you know, I, I do, I do think she needs some work in the ring. But I think for her, she has that potential. And I think if she gets booked like a Mandy Rose in NXT, then you can, you know, they, she can have a, an opportunity there. As far as Ronda and Shane and Ultimate Submission match, I mean, I guess that would make it make sense. That would br that would build some intrigue because just a one on one match at SummerSlam is going to fall flat. Yeah, I, I think it's going to fall flat. Uh, this is all the super chats for now. Uh, let's go to the video promos of Tommaso Ciampa and the Miz leading to a match between the two of them. I was so freaking happy to see the Miz serious. 
Yeah. Like seriously, bro. I was like, oh my God, what a breath of fresh air. And I hope his matches with this guy are the same. I, I want I want to see with Miz what I saw with Rhea Ripley and Natalia tonight. That mm. that that's what I want to see. The, enough of him freaking being the clown. I got a little wiener. Like bro, I, I it was so freaking refreshing to see him more serious, bro. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I just oof, man, it, it's just hard for me to take anything. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you, bro. It's it, it, it's the same thing with Dana. Yeah, we, we've seen the same thing for so long, bro. That yeah. you now we're gonna have to really come up with something yep. because it's not gonna be easy. Indeed, right. Um, the 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 gimmick with her and uh, Reginald, you know, I mean that that at least gave her some, you know, type of something with 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 them two together that gave people were intrigued with her at that time it was still hokey you know what i mean it was gimmicky but at least it, it gave her some type of uh time screen time you know what i mean um but it's again it's it's hard to to put her in a serious role it's, it's going to take a lot of thinking yes. for sure uh we got uh backstage promo rhea ripley walks she does a face-off with Eo Sky. She puts her in her place, and Rio walks away. And then uh, she talks. Hold, and and I, I'm looking at this, and I'm saying, wait a minute, bro. You're back there with the money in the bank briefcase. Yeah. Natalia just took her to the limit. Wasn't that the time to cash it in? Yeah. I mean, right, right or wrong, bro. Like seriously, if you if you didn't cash it in, then I don't know what you're waiting for. Yeah, yeah. The logic uh, is just it just is baffling. It's baffling to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we got Ty Salter's ten dollars super chat. <laughs> Off topic. Tom Grossi, thirty and thirty, uh, raised half a million dollars for St. Jude and being featured on Pat McAfee, Rich Ison. Um and the NFL's YouTube channel talk about doing some chaotic good. Yeah, good. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for uh very nice time. For, yeah, indeed. Thank you for letting us know that. Thank you for that super chat. Uh yeah. speaking of ESPN, man. Uh man, do you see the the their layoffs? Yeah, I did. Yeah, like 20, man. That's that's uh they they cut a bunch of people off. I think for me as a college football fan, I was uh most surprised by David Pollock. You know, I'm a huge college game day fan. I watch college game day um, every week before college football. And David Pollock was a really good uh, part of college uh, of college game day. I think he was there since 2011. Man. So <clears throat> all these layoffs, man, I'm like, whoa, man. And, and it's crazy. They signed big money deals for Shannon Sharp and Pat McAfee. <laughs> Yeah, they lay off twenty people, man. That's that's Disney, man. They they just uh, came and just said, uh, yeah, Jalen Rose out, you know, <laughs> David Pollock out. So yeah, um, we have uh, Matt Rillo and Giovanni. Before we get to that, bro, I do want to say the Bloodline Civil War highlights package was great. Who, oh yeah, put that together did a great yeah. job, bro. I I I want to I want to I want to reference Riddle here. So people don't think I make fun of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Mm -hmm. Chris, do you remember how long ago was it that Riddle returned? Uh, 
a little bit before they had a triple threat match. It was a little bit uh, after WrestleMania, like right after WrestleMania. So what month is that? Like April? April, yeah. Okay, guys, on this very show, I said when Riddle returned, I said, bro, he looks a little soft around the middle. Mm. Okay? Fast forward to tonight. So if we're talking about from April to July, the beginning of July, did you look, did you see him tonight, bro? I did, but I wasn't penetrating. Shredded down to nothing. Okay. So, so in other words, he had a long layoff. He was a little bit out of shape, came back, immediately got in game shape. So, bro, when, when, when I talk about, you know, the physiques of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, don't think I'm picking on them, bro. What what I'm saying is they're, they're probably not working as hard in a gym as they should be working. And when I looked at Riddle tonight, go go look at him when he first came back and look at him tonight and that's the necessary work you need to put in if you are going to be a pro wrestler, in my opinion. Well said, man. He looked great. Well he looked great, bro. The only the only uh, pushback I have to that is that I no longer blame anybody for assaulting Matt Riddle because he had no boots on. He had no boots yeah, they, on. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yep. So everything, every attack is is his fault now. So we got Lewis Harwood, five dollars super chat, bro. You know, bro. I think I worry about I worry about Riddle bumping in the ring more than anybody else because, bro, he's he's so lean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, bro? There's there, there's there's not too much there taking the impact. Yeah. He yeah. is very, very lean. And that's why when I always see him work the way he does, I like, man, I man, I just I want him to be able to prolong that career. I agree. And he 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 works with like he's like straight up feet. You know, I remember when Rusev uh was um he was when he was feet, you know, had had no feet. I mean, when he was had no boots, when he was with, just with his feet, he was talking about how uh, just uncomfortable that was, and how he just it was it was hurting his uh, uh, ankles, and it was hurting the you know his 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 feet. And man, that's just a that's just an ACL. I mean, that's just an Achilles tear just waiting to happen, man. Unless you're uh, uh, properly uh, strapped, like. Uh, Solo Sokoa, if you notice, like from the like from up from the heel down to like almost half of the foot is taped. Yeah, because he has that support. He has more of that support with him. But Riddle, man, he's he's not man. So he's just straight, you know, bone. So, um, you know, in a little bit of, you know, the 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 cartilage and muscle from that from the foot. But man, it's tough. Uh, so Lewis said, can we possibly get a reviving Dana on riding with Russo? <laughs> Man, that's going to take, I, I, I'd be happy to do that. I mean, Chris, yeah, that's, that's up to you, but if you gave me some time to think about it, I would definitely come up with something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm cool with that. That's a special See, request, bro. I, I'm, I'm a big fan, bro. I am a big fan and I am always going to support people that I know all working hard. Hmm. 
and and you 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 can look at her and you know she is working hard. I, I'm I'm always gonna support somebody like that, bro. I can respect that, man. Um <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I can respect that, man. You you're you're the one with the with the experience when it comes to backstage and, and in business. I, I I'm thinking it from an athlete, you know, I, I was I played sports for years. Uh, and I, my thing is just, man, you, you got to be in a sport, whatever sport it is, you got to be in it to get better. You got to be in it to improve. And if you're stagnant in a sport, maybe that's not the sport for you. That's and so, you know, possibly and, be. Yeah. And, 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 and here's the thing, Dana Brooks, she's gorgeous. You know, she, she, she has the, the appeal, you know, she, she was a bodybuilder. You know, she 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 has that athletic ability, you know, because it's easy for her to get in good shape because she's in great shape. And so I think either you're going to have to really like spend some time just really reflecting if this is the direction for you. And that's OK if it's not. It's totally OK if it's not. But if it is, you know, just really focus on character building. And yeah. I think a lot of these a lot of these people, these aspiring wrestlers who don't really have a lot of indie work, a lot of work behind their belt, they're trying to be the best wrestler. And I think that that's totally misdirected. I think that you should try to be the best character and protect your brand, man. That's what it's all about. So, yeah. uh, Next we have, um, who we got? We got uh, Rollins and Mysterio, right? Is that it? Oh, the uh, Riddle, the Riddle and Giovanni Vinci, and then Riddle gets attacked by Vinci and Kaiser, and then McIntyre makes a save. Oh, that's fine. But somehow we're getting a. Uh, this is what was a big no for me. Like you have like serious machine gun Drew McIntyre come out and go face to face with one of the most intimidating heels and then you put him in a hokey carny spot with riddle backstage of like going to get some pints and tagging with them next week i think that that brought his intimidation back return i think that i think that diluted it a lot man i was like ah like there that was to me that was just i'm with you i agree i agree with you here's the thing even if they would have done a tag match between Riddle and with Riddle and Drew, I'm not like I, I'm not mad at that per se. What I'm what I'm upset about is the fact that Drew had to get that Riddle rub. You know, yeah. what I mean, like that, that. To me, there was no point in doing that. So I hear you. Yep. Uh, and then we close out with uh, Rollins defeating uh, Mysterio by DQ. Uh, we saw Damian Priest interfering uh, and attacking Rollins. Dominic assist him in doing that. Priest teases the cash in. Finn Balor comes out and uh, attacks Seth. Seth uh, uh, closes the show by pedigreeing Dominic on the outside. This causes arguments between uh, between Priest and Finn to close the show. Vince, what do you think? Now, bro, I actually like the way they did this. I really, really did. We forgot all about Finn Balor. Uh Priest isn't, I, I mean, uh, you know, Rollins is in trouble. Priest is going to cash it in, cash it in, cash it in. Here comes Rollins out of nowhere. I, I like that. I like the heat between 
you know, Balor and and um, uh, a priest. But, bro, I've got to ask myself this question, Chris. I got to ask you this question. Do we really want to see Finn Balor versus Damian Priest? Okay, that's a good question. So if it builds to the story of Priest turning babyface, I'm okay with it. But they're making Priest a heel still. So I just don't care about I don't care about the judgment day infighting. I, I I care nothing about that. I do care if Damian Priest is kind of seeing the light of day and he won the case and and because of the infighting, he turns babyface. And then that causes Finn, you know, the animosity between them two to go for it. And I think what they should do, Vince, this is what I'm all about stories, man, and stretching storylines. What they should do is they should have either Dominic or like JD McDonough, they're they're teasing him possibly coming. Somebody should help Finn beat Priest at SummerSlam. And what that can do is that can cause Finn to say, okay, well, I want your case now. And so at the next PLE, they can do Finn versus Priest for the case, and that could cause Priest to keep the case. I'll be okay with that if you stretch it that way. I think what they need to do, Chris, and I think this one is rather, rather simple. If we got a little heat between uh, Baylor and Priest, mm-hmm. then it's going to come down to whose side are Dominic and Rhea Ripley on. Mm-hmm. And Dominic and Rhea Ripley have enough heat that if they help Baylor, mm-hmm. it makes Damian yep. Priest a baby face. That, yep. That's all they need to do. It's yep. very, very, very simple. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. And I, and I think that should be the way to go when it goes to Finn versus priest at SummerSlam. Seemingly that's where we're going to get. And I'm okay with that. Um, and again, I, I don't like, I don't really care about the infighting per se, but if you add Dominic in it, as far as like whose side is he on, I think that that adds an important element to it. Otherwise, again, priests and finn in fighting judgment day judgment day is just a, it's a fodder group anyways you know what i mean yeah and it's bro like, eh. and see this is where the writing comes in chris because th- this is where you, you know if i'm writing this i would write it in such a way where the match is going to be for the case Mm-hmm. And it really, you know, it's going to come down to whose side is Dominic and Rhea Ripley on. But you're you're going to paint the picture that they're on a priest Pre-side. side, mm-hmm. and then out of nowhere, mm-hmm. they screw Priest. Finn Balor wins that case because, bro, mm-hmm. now that will really get. Uh, priest over as a baby face because you can't have him lose that case mm-hmm. you know like lose lose the shot it's not mm-hmm. going to get him anywhere if mm-hmm. if it's a if you think dominic and ripley are with him and then they turn on him costing him the case because mm-hmm. you could beat balor like balor couldn't you know that's not gonna hurt yeah but that will really build priest stop interesting so how does he does he get the case back eventually or what 
bro I, I bro i don't think he gets the case back i okay. think you have one of the baby face champions if it's rollins give him the match saying huh. listen man i've been watching you and you know we, we you know we fought tooth and nail in the past but you know you know you seem lately to be you know on the path and blah 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 and have the baby face give him the match because either way you're going to get him over either either he beats him or he loses the match of his life and seth raises the old hand this is what i even i even throw this to you vince how about this how about you have uh finn get the case and so that basically causes you know a full-on babyface turn from priest and so now he has to work his way back up and he's trying to look for every angle to try to get the case back he's not getting an opportunity he wins the royal rumble and that causes him to get a guaranteed opportunity for the title and then that can cause finn to be even more jealous and then either one Finn teases a cash in at WrestleMania or Finn says, Hey, I'll just cash it in at WrestleMania. And either we do a triple threat or whoever wins the match, I'm going to automatically cast it in that way. So, it's, you know, it means it's something, something yeah. as far as just the animosity with the judgment day making sense that way. I'll be okay with, with, with Priest winning the Royal Rumble as a baby face to get his opportunity back for the championships so yeah. i just i just don't know how much stock they're putting in him bro just just looking at the way he's been booked up to this point mm-hmm. if, if they had a lot of stock in him they would not have been beating him i agree so I, I, yeah. I don't i don't know how they're looking at him right now yeah yeah i think i think they will i think with the heat that dom has I think that the fans will get behind him if they uh, side with Finn and in, in, yeah. in, in, in that type of angle. So yeah. that would be interesting. Yeah. All right, we're going to close the show with uh, Lewis once again. $5 super chat. Boop. Imagine Finn won the case. Priest gets screwed over, and then Priest ends up in the tournament and has to work his way back to the title picture. Well, the Royal Rumble. is. Yeah, the- I think the Royal Rumble is the way to I go. I agree with that. Yeah. All right, Vince, let them know about the brand, my man, and the uh, fantasy baseball. Yes, uh, guys, uh, check out russosbrand.com, and I do have a a fantasy baseball Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com forward slash VRFBB if you want me to help you down the stretch uh, with picks of the week and whatnot. Check it out, bro. Uh, it's like, I think, what, five five bucks a month or something like that. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Sounds good, my man. Uh, this guy right here is Vince Russo. I am Dr. Chris. This is the Legion of Raw. Have a good night, everybody. Solo!